Chapter 2. Gridlock Several decades ago, a city nestled in a vast, beautiful plain was forced to evacuate. The Earth, racked by regular superstorms, eventually had one find its way to what would come to be called the City of Gridlock. Despite the increasing regularity of evacuations, bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic still snaked all throughout the city and into the horizon. And then, still unexplained to this day, the anomaly occurred. An invisible sphere encased the city a hundred kilometers in every direction. Those who were at the border of it saw the cars in front of them suddenly disappear and the horizon turning to the texture of a colorful soap bubble. One could see the world beyond it, but whatever had been there before was replaced with nature. Those who called friends and family who had already passed the threshold were met with dead signals. All contact to the outside world lost. Panic set in. The storm was still on its way, but few dared drive into the anomaly. A tug of war ensued, with some still wanting to miss the storm and others fearing the anomaly, wanting to return. As the storm approached, however, the anomaly proved to not only just be a strange portal from which no one returned, but a protector. Although they were saved from it, Superstorm seemed to park itself above them, ravaging at the edges of the city, but not affecting them. Since then, half the city's days were spent in darkness. Stuck between an anomaly and hovering Superstorms, the gridlock never abated. Fearing that the anomaly could disappear as unexpectedly as it appeared, people were still set on leaving. Others, however, wanted to take their chances with this strange fate and return home. Slowly but surely, people sold their cars and their positions in the gridlock, from the center of the city to the boundary of the anomaly. With the money, they could perhaps buy a new apartment and live out the rest of their lives in a nice home, forever a tug of war between leaving and staying. The conditions were ripe for a market to develop. Businessmen seeing the opportunity bought the cars and eventually cornered the market. It caused concern among the citizens of the city. The rich, owning most of the gridlock, would thus be able to leave if the anomaly ever collapsed. In a bid to form a compromise, the businessmen proposed a policy to the city to formalize the gridlock as a market and create the Cars as Common Tax Initiative, CACTI. The gridlock would be formally frozen and turned into a commons. No car would drive anymore. The cars themselves would generate tax revenue and fund initiatives such as modernized public transit, the development of an internal transparent dome in case the anomaly suddenly collapsed, new technology, and the Hope Runner Championship, heroes in mechanized robotic exoskeletons that would bravely venture through the anomaly in search of answers. The property rights of this car commons were nestled in the middle between public and private. No owner could exclude another from buying their car. Each car would always be on sale. While owned, each owner would always specify a sale price. At any point, someone could buy it from the current owner, and they would have to, in turn, set their own new always-on-sale price. Because an owner is required to pay taxes on their chosen price, choosing a very high price is only possible if you could afford to do so. The owner would thus choose how much tax they wanted to pay based on their desire to keep the car. In practical terms, if you priced your car and your spot in the gridlock at 100 credits and the tax rate was 10% per year, 
you would pay 10 credits to the city each year to keep it. If you were afraid that others might buy it away from you, you would raise the price to 1,000 credits and thus pay 100 credits to the city each year to keep it. A win-win for the city. The existing businessmen would come to fund the city with funds funneled into public projects, and with a new formal market, the public car markets, it would open up access to others who wanted to buy a spot in the gridlock. As with any market, however, it never stayed that simple. Despite its sincere intentions, in that tug of war between forever leaving and wanting to remain, new games of power would come to be played. Some of it, unfortunately, with the lives of others.